Hey, everybody. We're back with a new interview with Slaughterhouse director Matthew Goodhue. Slaughterhouse is in theaters for one night only on August 30th. So go to slaughterhousetickets.com and secure your seats now while you can. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, Rue Morgue Magazine, at rue-morgue.com and use our affiliate code PP23 at checkout for some awesome deals. And as always, you can listen to us for free. Just hit that little subscribe button. And now on to the interview. Okay. Oh, we're suffering from a sickness right now. I think I'm worse than her. <laughs> oh, so no. I'm like here. Thank you what so you... much for joining us. We're, we're fine. We're just sniffly. I took mm-hmm. DayQuil. It's still like not kicking in fully. So maybe in a couple minutes, you'll start to feel, feel nice and good. Yeah. I have hun- honey water here and she's been mad at me. I've been pacing, like blowing my nose. Started, so. <laughs> well, the honey water does wonders. Thank you, uh, Matthew Goodhue, for meeting with us today, for taking the time. Um, hello, welcome to Tales from the Rift. I'm Jen. I play the news reporter August Potts on the scripted podcast series Portalville. Uh, I'm John. I write and produce the show. And I got to introduce our new uh, sponsors, Rumorg Magazine. And right now they got some awesome subscription deals just in time for spooky season. So go check out rue-morg.com slash subscriptions. And use our affiliate code PP23 at checkout. You'll get some cool deals. Yeah. And uh, today we have a special guest coming through the list. He is the director of a unique slasher film uh, in theaters tomorrow, Slother House. Uh, please welcome Matthew Goodhue. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you both for having me. Excited to talk to you today. Yeah. Should I do like a dad joke? Like a dad? Well, I think you have to. Yeah. Questions? No time for that. No. Because I don't do that stupid stuff. No time for that. I also was like, I got another question I want to ask. It's a dad joke. So, so how did you get? How did you train a real life sloth to kill people? Don't listen to him. Okay. So- we, yeah, no training necessary. It was. This is actually a documentary. If you, uh, oh, if okay, you watch, yeah. So, Matthew, what what do you want to tell our listeners like about your film without too many spoilers? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to say about it? What can you tell? Yeah, us? I mean, we you know we set out on this movie to make just something that was really fun and 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 energetic and engaging um, that didn't take itself too seriously that sort of was a nod to some of the the 80s horror films that we love um as well as sort of the 2000s uh comedies you know american pie um mean girls like there's a, a little bit of that in there uh and you know we one of the big elements of the film is our lead character which is a sloth named alpha um, and from the start, our producers were pushing to use a puppet. And that is something that really attracted me to the project was centering this strange story around a one and a half foot puppet. I hope audiences can connect with Alpha. She's very cute. She's very evil. Uh, but I, I think she, you know, um, she's a wonderful character. And I hope I hope people come out and, and, and support Alpha. 
<laughs> yeah, like I we, loved it. Yeah, we screamed it last night. I was laughing my ass off. Like <laughs> you get like the like you said, like you get like the 80s vibe. It's like like slumber mm-hmm. party massacre. Mm-hmm. It's like cocaine bear or something, you know. You know, I really appreciated the Easter eggs, you know, the nods to the other movies you were mentioning, you know, and then, you know, when Alpha's in the group of stuffies. And I'm like, oh, E.T., you know, there's mm-hmm. the, those little Easter eggs in there that I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we could kind of help ourselves with some of that stuff. You know, it for us, we also looked at this movie as hopefully kind of a gateway horror film for a lot of younger people. So if they've never seen Gremlins, if they've never seen E.T., if they've never seen you know, Cujo or, you know, uh, all these films, it's like this could hopefully open up their, their minds a little bit to, to the horror genre in a a playful way. And then you can, you know, of course, if, you know, being horror fans, there's so many different avenues you can take uh, once you start watching those kinds of films. So we hope it's a good kind of introduction to the genre entry level yeah if if you can understand you know the humor behind it i know when i was like a lot younger i didn't quite understand it but i appreciate it so much Mm -hmm. more now after my experience with it the dry humor but yeah i gotta say the beginning as soon as i saw the owner with him in the cage and he was all cute i was like oh it's gizmo you know yeah really loved it yeah i think like if you like all those tropes from Mm -hmm. other slasher films too you'll really appreciate it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and I don't know. It's it's something I think one of the early horror movies I saw was Scream. And they reference horror movies that whole movie. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw it, I don't I think I knew who Mike Myers was, I knew Freddie, I knew Jason, but I, I hadn't seen those movies. So I a lot of the jokes I think just went over my head. And yeah, movies don't change, but as you get older and you get more into different you know you get into different things uh and you rewatch something you start to catch on to little details and little jokes that you know are kind of fun to experience however many years later yeah you know that actually leads me into this next question we're gonna ask so we actually just uh interviewed lee waddell who played the original ghost face in scream and i was gonna say so like usually in a slasher film you know obviously you have like a human playing the slasher. So how was it different like for the actors or for you having an animatronic or a puppet, you know, as the main antagonist? <laughs> it's really hard. Uh that was sort of the advice I was given before the project was like puppets slow everything down. Uh <laughs> it's it's really complicated to make it work. I and you know I I watched behind the scenes of Gremlins and and other sort of practical effect things and thought I had a good grasp on it uh, and then you get there on the day and you really experience you know how long it takes to you know move Alpha from the bottom of a ladder you know to halfway it sounds very simple but it's like another element is you know we want the character to feel uh true and real and be you know not not necessarily a puppet the the characters in the movie don't think alpha is a puppet you know so in order to do that there's a lot of experimenting in terms of the movement in terms of how the puppeteers are are, uh, bringing alpha to life this little 
creature that you see we had four five people holding rods controlling the arms the the back um the belly and then we had two uh puppeteers on rc control like moving its head left and right up and down getting its nose to uh, alpha's nose to move and mouth to open so it's you know for a very little thing there's a lot of choreography that needs to happen um and we we were lucky that our our puppeteers the guys who created the puppet creature effects and then we brought along um Greg Ballora who is like a a seasoned puppeteer who a seasoned puppeteer who takes it so seriously in like the best way like mm-hmm. he's always wanting the take to be better me who hadn't had puppet experience before this i could see something and be like oh that looks really great like i think we're good to move on and greg can you know add just a little thing you know a little movement so it looks like elf is breathing or some little little element um and it it greatly i think enhances the puppet so yeah it was it was very complicated uh I hope to work with puppets again, even though it was, you know, kind of stressful. You know, I grew up watching like Gremlins and Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So like I have a huge appreciation for the puppeteering. Mm-hmm. So I, it's like really nostalgic to watch a movie like that. Like when, we, when the opener starts, you know, and they're in the jungle and I'm like, that's a puppet. This movie is going to be amazing. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> we kudos to Brad. Fowler and Katie Lanigan, the like kind of they created this character, the universe of Alpha. So kudos to them. They wanted to do the puppet, you know. They could have probably done a CG thing. I I wouldn't have wanted to make that movie. I don't think. I, I don't think I would want to watch that movie. So yeah, I, I mean, in those movies you mentioned, Gremlins, The Dark Crystal, it's like they're so strange. They're so weird. But those characters, like however many years later, even like Dark Crystal, I don't remember any story, but I remember like what the characters look like, their voices. Um, But watching those, it's like, man, we had one puppet character in our movie. Those movies, like Kremlins, Dark Crystal. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine having, having 20, 30 puppets in one scene. It's like, yeah. I'd have a like, heart like an army of puppeteers coordinating like to not be on camera. And- yeah. I know Greg, Greg Ballora, who worked on our film. He, uh, I hope I'm not getting this incorrect, but I'm pretty damn sure he was in the movie theater scene of gremlins too. Oh. And uh, you know, he's, he could be puppet 18 in the back, you know, that like you can't really see, but I promise you, you know, he was had a whole, you know, sort of motivation for the character and all that funny stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I can't imagine kind of, you know, you know, if the, if we get to make another one of these and, you know, 25 slots attack somebody, it's like, Oh Jesus, I don't know how that would go. <laughs> so I have a question for you. If you speaking of make another one of these sequels, okay. You gotta make another one. So if you were trying, you personally were trying to win fraternity King, um, what animal would you use as your mascot? Oh, interesting. I mean, yeah, before this movie, I, I I don't even know if sloth would be my answer as much as I've grown to sort of appreciate and love them. Um, I like 
can I say like a baby panda bear? Yeah. Aww. Like they're they're so cute. I've never seen one in real life, but like I like looking at pictures of them. Um I I think when they get bigger, you know, that's a different story, but mm-hmm. it'd be fun to see a little one, you know, sort of wreak havoc somewhere. Yeah. I was telling her I just came up with this before the meeting started. I'm like, what about like a red panda? Oh we yeah. Call it, we call it dread panda. <laughs> that's that writes itself. Like yes, it's make it ready happen. to go. It's copyrighted right now. No, yeah. do it. I mean, I think, you know, obviously there's a whole string of silly animal attack movies and some are better than others, but you know, it's, they're, they're really fun. Um, I think that's like the core element of a lot of these movies is like trying to make something that's really fun for the audience, even if it's, you know, not taken super seriously, but you know, we still, as much as you know our concept is silly and kind of the the killer the animal attack movie can be silly uh we certainly set out to make a good movie that was my goal i didn't want to make just a thing that goes on to streaming and people watch 10 minutes and are like eh whatever it's like i we really want to make something that you know people could connect to um so hopefully they do yeah i laughed at quite a few of those scenes i really appreciated <laughs> the really slow kills i love that (laughs) that was a very early that scene before i was even involved that was katie and brad had like storyboarded that um and we're like this is what we want it to feel like like here's one scene that we imagine and that kind of sold me on the whole movie uh and luckily you know i think i I like how that scene eventually you know came together Mm-hmm. there's like a line that really made me crack up too it was like i don't want to spoil as much but like in like the mall scene when she first meets the the wrangler mm-hmm. guy the illegal animal guy she's like aren't sloths slow and he's like maybe they have us all fooled yeah maybe they tricked us all, mm-hmm. <laughs> tricked us all. yeah Hilarious. and it's yeah very <laughs> ominous and stefan kapichik who plays that character he's the that character was written as much like he was much more of a kind of nerdy weird um i don't know just like weird internet guy that you know maybe sells this stuff uh on the dark web and uh through our producer toki uh he brought in stefan who's like he he plays colossus and deadpool he's in the new he's in the last voyage of the demeter like he's a, like a very like top-notch actor and he was so down to come and do you know and play this silly character but take it very seriously and i think he brought kind of a like a darkness to the movie that i think we probably would have lacked if we you know just had some nerdy guy selling animals out of his trunk or something yeah yeah i got another another question um do you have any i know this you had to probably like it was probably a riot filming this Besides, you know, difficulties with like an animatronic, but like, do you mm-hmm. have any funny stories from the set? Any like anything that sticks oh, out to you? Like maybe one really messed up story or funny thing, but something bizarre, unique. Yeah, unique. Uh, I mean, every day for me, every day was quite the challenge and unique experience. I, you know, I've made one movie before this, and it was you know, like 18 people over 13 days, you know, like very little independent thing. And this was like a really big crew. 
a lot of the crew, you know, had just come from the new Hellraiser movie. Uh, so it was just like a much bigger uh, experience than I've ever had. Um, and it was quite overwhelming, but the people involved were really, you know, really great and really kind of support you. And it, they definitely helped me get through it. Um, but in terms of, yeah, like fun days on set, I, I just remember a lot of the movie takes place in like the senior hallway. And we, oh man, we, I felt like we filmed in that hallway like forever. Uh, Cause we were shooting some of the opening takes place there. There's like a big fight showdown that happens towards the end of the movie that happens there. And that, because you're shooting with a puppet, it's like you can kind of only do so much with each shot. So it was, we just had so many shots we had to get through. And it was like, it was rainy outside. Uh, so like the morning, it was the sort of day where it's like, it's raining in the morning, it's 5 a.m. So it's dark, you come inside and then you're shooting interior, but day for night. So it's really dark. And then you step outside at the end of the day and it's night. And you're just yeah. like, oh, what time of day is it? Like disorienting. But then, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, we had like almost a week, like a full week in that hallway, maybe like five days or six days. Um, and then the next day we did the dodgeball scene and it was sunny and like warm and the characters could wear T-shirts and shorts and it was comfortable. And that day was super fun. Um, I think, you know, mainly just because I, I think it was sort of a morale boost because I think everybody was like pretty beat up from the tediousness of of some of the hallway stuff. Um, and then, yeah, we were able to be outside and like run around. And uh, I, I guess actually a funny, funny thing that happened that I it's a little mean, but during the dodgeball scene, a character gets hit in the face with the dodgeball. I thought that looked real. It, it's incredibly real. <laughs> uh it look the dodgeballs were very soft they were like they weren't actual dodgeballs that was another thing we couldn't find we filmed this in serbia and we couldn't find like dodgeballs so we had sort of these like we spray painted them red like it was a little frightening when we were trying to pull it off but so yeah basically it, we were supposed to sort of you know uh fake that shot and it just it hit our character in the face she was okay but if you listen to like the footage, you know, the raw footage, you see her get hit and she like falls to the ground and you just hear our assistant director next to me just start like laughing so hard. And he's a very serious guy. Like if you could make him smile, it was like a victory. And nice. that day he like, you know, kind of broke. And I think everybody had a good time. <laughs> That's cool. I would do that. I'd take a dodgeball yeah. to the face. Yeah. It in, you know, didn't yeah. cut it out. We no. also had like, not to give anything away, but there's like a like, little bit of sloth poop in that scene. I remember and, that. And uh, mm -hmm. that's like a concoction of, you know, chocolate and all this other stuff. It's kind of, gr it's gross to look at, but yes. I like in solidarity with our actor, I like tasted a little bit and, it, it, you know, it was weird, but uh, <laughs> it was, it, that was a fun day. Awesome. Well, we only have, I think, a minute left. So um, I wanted to ask, where can everyone go and see Slaughterhouse? Yeah. So tomorrow, Wednesday, August 30th, it's playing at a t like a bunch of theaters. We're super excited. Um, 
in some cities, like a lot of cities right now, it's only slated for a night. So if I know it's a Wednesday, but if you can get your friends, you know, it's it's a really fun, silly movie that we want to play with a crowd. So August 30th, bring your friends. There are a couple cities that are running it, you know, into the first week of September. So if you go to slaughterhousetickets.com, you can easily just like put in your zip code or the town and, and state that you're from, and it'll give you a listing of where it's showing. And, you know, a lot of AMC theaters, a lot of Cinemarks, a lot of Regals, like some some theaters with, you know, comfortable seating, nice, loud, big speakers, like it should be fun. So if yeah, I mean, when we make it out for on Wednesday, <laughs> so, and we had a great time. We we're just screening this in my office here. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah. like, to have the experience, like, the go experience. out, like, yeah. have some dinner, have some beers. It's a really fun movie. Like, you won't regret seeing it. And with it's the crowd, awesome. you know, with yeah. the crowd, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. that's something I, I don't know. I feel like I always equated going to the movie theaters to sort of like bigger movies like action-y stuff, you know, a Chris Nolan movie, you got to go see in a theater. But um, comedies, like, you know, if you watch a comedy at home alone, you'll laugh, but it's it's different when you're in a in an environment where strangers are laughing and you might pick up on things that you might have missed. Um, it definitely, like, elevates the experience. So I mean, if, if you're able to make it, yeah, uh, absolutely. More immersive. I love yeah. it. And with horror movie, it's like, you know, with horror movies, it's also like being scared can be fun. So usually after a scary moment, there's laughter as well. So there was one jump scare that really surprised me. I'm not going <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah, don't don't ruin it. But uh, I did laugh after that. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it feels good. It's like a, a release. I just recently saw the, the movie Talk to Me. Did you guys see that? I've not seen it yet. It's so scary. Yeah. And there was like a moment in the theater where everybody was so quiet and like you could feel the intensity like in the theater because you know something horrendous is going to happen and somebody within the crowd you just hear a woman go oh no and and everybody started laughing it was (laughs) it was great and it doesn't you know it didn't ruin the moment at all I think it made everybody sort of like oh man horror movies are awesome (laughs) yes all right well Thank you for your time, Matthew. We really appreciate it. Um, we appreciate you talking with us, yeah. sharing your experience with us. We loved the movie. We laughed, we jumped. Um, <laughs> and uh, do you have anywhere where people can keep up with your next projects? Sure, yeah. I'm, I don't post a ton on that stuff, but uh, I'm on Instagram at Matt Goodhue. Um, so I definitely, I post work stuff there, so uh movie stuff i work on music videos uh short films too so yeah you can find me there awesome well everyone go see slother house at a theater near you um and follow us and matthew and um yeah that's it thanks for your time man we appreciate yeah, it thanks so much uh get your really, butts to the theater let's do it get yeah, your asses please. out there let's do it get to the theater <laughs> all right thank you so much have a great rest of your day yep thanks Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.